Welcome to Manifest Your Happiest Life podcast, the place where magic and manifestation meet that combines woo-woo that works with timeless wisdom, powerful new paradigms, plus actionable strategies that you can implement right away to manifest a life that reflects who you truly are when you take your spiritual practices and wisdom off your mat into every part of your life. I'm Mary, and today Gary and I are here and we're sharing your journey from <laughs> spiritual brick to trans channel, <laughs> which we think is quite a quite a uh, quite a leap. Yeah, it is. It has. It's been quite a leap, everybody. It has been an incredibly big leap. Um, oh my goodness, where do you begin such a journey? Well, I think what's interesting when we were chatting about it before mm. was the idea that we often talk about is. Um, breadcrumbs of knowing, as we call them. Mm -hmm. And breadcrumbs of knowing are those little clues along the way when we reflect back on our lives that have indicated to us that we're on track or that there's that larger part of us that's gently nudging us mm -hmm. in the right mm -hmm. direction or, in some people's cases, perhaps cattle prodding and tasering them to be in the right direction. Well, you can only deny it for so long, really. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Maybe let's do you know, just yeah. thinking about that. That yeah. so it was a contrast for you between the breadcrumbs of knowing or a mm. sense that you were more and you were different to the life you were living. Yeah. Look, it's it's yeah, it, <laughs> it really is quite interesting because it probably wasn't until I started to look at those breadcrumbs that I began to realize, wow, you know, there really was a path, there really was energy that was guiding me if I would listen. And so luckily I did listen, even though there were uh, a few prods and uh, big pushes along the way. But it's, um, so it's really, it's really interesting. So, you know, beginning my life and I just had that sense that there was something else that I didn't quite fit in to where everyone else really wanted me to fit into. And so that after I left school, I decided that I, well, I, I decided to take up scuba diving and I couldn't even swim at the time. And I don't even know why, but I always liked a bit of a challenge. And so I went into that. And that to me was the first, that was the first breadcrumb because that taught me, because I love diving so much and I, excuse the pun, took to it like a fish out of water, uh, well, a fish in water really, and I just jumped in and I and I just loved it. It led me to be an instructor. Mm -hmm. And it was that moment I realised I wasn't as dumb or as silly as everyone kept telling me I was, that I actually could teach. Mm -hmm. And that very verse breadcrumb, had I decided, oh, well, I can't swim, I can't dive, I would never have done it because that was the catalyst that led me to this journey where I am now. Mm. I reckon that's such an interesting and important piece for us to be aware of. You know, we can be aware of it when we look back, you know, retrospectively over mm. life, but even in the moment, that we get nudges to do things that perhaps seem counterintuitive. They don't quite make sense. Like why, if you can't even swim, would you decide to take up scuba diving? You know, like there's no logic to that. No, really. no. And the key was you listened and you followed that nudge because you could very easily have talked yourself out of it. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. your taught self could have had all, no doubt possibly did, try to put forward all the reasons and excuses to not do it, mm. but you didn't listen to that taught self. Mm -hmm. You felt you followed that larger, the energy of, 
No, it feels right. It might not make sense, but it feels right. It feel it felt right, and I also felt that there was something more, even though I didn't know what that more was. So I thought, well, I need to go and follow something different to what I was normally doing. And so I did. I followed that. That took me to instructing. And I began to realize that I had this connection with people and that I could allay their fears so I could take them under the water and they could play with sharks, really. We did that. Um, we They just had a happy time. And then I realized, okay, there must be some sort of a psychology to this. And so then I began to become interested in the brain, how it works, is the psychology, and then we did NLP, and this is how you and I met. Maybe you know, so. that was see, that was that was a good bread. That was a great bread time to follow. Good bread crumbs, still enjoying the bread. And so yeah, so so then that led me to that. And and then as we got more and more and more into the mind and the brain. There was something else. The, the brain just wasn't describing to me what I still felt anew inside. Mm. And then the universe gave more incredible clues towards me. And one of the funniest ones, I think, was when my daughter was born. She was only 18 months old, and we went on a little trip, just her and I, and we went to this place, and there was this, uh, there was a lady there where we were staying, and she was a massage uh, therapist. And so, but she was also a bit of an intuitive, a psychic, and basically said, oh, my goodness, they're all around you, and they've been breaking stones because you're so stubborn, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you talking about? And so how long? So that would have been what nearly thirty-five years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was another twenty years yeah, before, yeah. interestingly, another massage that you had, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. was where the energy shifted again, and that was where that doorway was open to Zar, the the spirit mm. guide that mm. you channel mm. as a trance mm. channel. Yeah, and that was another doorway that opened again, another one of these moments where it was at the end of a course, um, everybody was going to the hotel for a big party. Now, I love a big party, mm. so I'm thinking, why am I wanting to go and have a massage when I could be down there with Mary and everyone else partying? And we were in Colorado in a little place called Crestone, mm. way up in the mountains, mm. an incredible place. But something again said, go and have this massage. And that was a huge breadcrumb. That was a loaf of bread. (laughs) (laughs) That led me to, that was when I had past life experiences. I had this incredible feeling that life was never going to be the same again. And it hasn't been. Mm -hmm. And, And that journey again led us on where we are today, a journey where I so feel that, it has opened so many doorways with our connections, with the group of people that we mm. connect with, with the incredible journeys that you and I have had mm. together, with the incredible experiences that we've shared together. And I'm sure that's why, mm. you know, 26 years ago, we're still as happy as ever. Once I began to realise that the universe does leave breadcrumbs mm. and all we need to do is to recognise them. Sometimes that sounds pretty big and sometimes it's also about trusting you 
and realizing that there is more to this you and not becoming a victim using your curiosity. So all the things we've been talking mm. about in these podcasts. Mm. And, I was going to say, it's, yeah. it's interesting because I think sometimes we can feel like um, the idea of breadcrumbs of knowing that they're, um, they happen outside of our control. You know, someone yeah. else is leaving them for yeah. us, mm. uh, like Hansel and Gretel, yeah. you know, in the, in the yeah. woods. But in fact... We leave the breadcrumbs for ourselves, our true self, our essence, our soul, our life, whatever the language might be, you know, that larger part of us. Mm. That's the part of us that leaves those little breadcrumbs that gives us the nudges mm. for us to pay attention and follow. And, of course, the lovely thing is when we realise that it's us mm. doing it for us, then we can be really intentional and deliberate and tune in and intentionally connect into the information that's available to us. And we talk about the idea of expanded intuition. Mm. You know, an expanded intuition is really that combination of knowing that wisdom, guidance, information comes from all sorts of areas. It might be coming from our subconscious. It might be coming from our higher self. It might be our soul. It's possibly also from the universe or the, the creation field around us. It could be from angels and guides. It, you know, there are so many, any, there are so many mm. sources of guidance that are waiting for us to tap into. Mm. Um, that for me, that being able to connect in and use our intuition really deliberately and consistently, and it's a practice, it's like learning a new language. If you haven't done it before or it's been a bit intermittent, the key is to practice it. And that's why we've created um, a, an intuition quiz so you can identify where are you at the moment on your mm, intuition mm, journey mm, mm. and then learn. We've put together based on our experience of how we um get out of our own way to be able to now hear this information consistently, we put together a program of intuition switches so you can switch from that doubt or the uncertainty or the lack of clarity or the lack of trust with what you're getting to a place of really solid knowing that has you doing things like saying I am going to learn to uh, start scuba diving even though I can't swim yeah. you, know, you go against what your thinking is telling you because you have such clear trust in the information that you're getting for yourself and you look you're, you're 100% right and I truly believe that the universe does leave us a path and there are potential there are potentially several paths and and each and it doesn't mean once you start down this one you can't jump across to the other one and then to the other one to the other one and i've realized you know as you're talking about intuitions there have been so many times in my life since i opened my eyes mm -hmm. to the breadcrumbs to the things, these serendipitous, amazing moments that, wow, there is something more that is helping me. Okay, so I'm listening now. <laughs> and the, I remember there was a time when I was cave diving and um, these are in the caves in South Australia and it was very cold. It was a wet, rainy old day. The water temperature was really, really cold. We once you get down below 100 feet or 30 meters, there's a thing called nitrogen narcosis, and it makes you uh, basically narcotic, like you've taken mushrooms or so you hallucinate. You hallucinate, yeah, you hallucinate, and you can't really see anything. And and so we were down instead of at 30 meters or 100 feet, we were down at 180 feet, and now air becomes toxic 
um, as you sort of get below 180 and so on. And we were going to keep going, but something said, and I looked at my gauge and it was just rainbows. And, and unicorns. And oh, look, they're all playing and you're screaming. And I knew something said stop. And I listened because even though I, I had no idea why I was stopping because it was magical under there and there was also, you know, things going on in my So head. the reason you'd have kept going deeper was because of that, your mind was in that altered yeah. state and yeah. it just seemed amazing yeah. that you had yeah. consciously... Intellectually, you didn't realise you were in danger. Yeah, exactly. Um, we had no intellectual. Uh, intellectually, we had no idea we were in danger. Neither me nor my friend who I was diving with. Mm. We were both heading down because the cave goes down really deep. Mm. Good and time to get a nudge. Good time to get a nudge. <laughs> and listen, because we would have stayed there until our air supply ran out and then just drowned, which happens to a lot of people. We got that nudge. We came up. When you came, when, as you come up, the effects disappear. And we both looked at our gauges and went, what? What? We knew what we had to do. And here I am today. And I've had several of those nudges. And I believe again that number one, I listen to the breadcrumbs or I look for the breadcrumbs. I listen to my intuitive self, even though my conscious mind was going early, early. Mm. Um, and that has happened many times, chainsawing trees, all sorts of things. And I hear something say, no, stop, <laughs> whatever. Mm. And it has saved me many, many times. Mm. It's mm. fabulous. It's such a, that's, I mean, that's such a powerful example of, of intuition, of knowing, of, of communication mm. that's happening beyond your, mm. and it's great because you know, it's happening beyond your conscious thinking, your intellectual mind, because in that state, your intellectual mind wasn't functioning. No. So if that wasn't functioning, what else was? Mm. Well, that's your energy communication or your your intuition, your expanded really mm. intuition as we would mm. describe it. And, so, and I, I feel I got a nudge when I met you. Oh, yes. lovely. Yes, I do, because there she was just standing there teaching a bit on stage and uh, it was like one of those fuzzy lenses. <laughs> I went, oh, my goodness, who is this woman? I, You know, she'd been in the class. We'd been there for six months. And there was just something there. There was a, That was another nudge because that was another breadcrumb because then when I met Mary, then a whole other world opened up. So there's been, yeah. it's like one of those babushkas. There's just, or you take it out, there's another yeah. one. There's another Russian one. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting actually when you when you say that, and there's so much to this conversation that I think we'll do a second part to it. <laughs> but really because, you know, I've been um, open and involved in, and had spiritual practices since I was quite little. <laughs> and it makes me realise, which I've never kind of thought of before when you said that, that it was when we came together, it, that was that was the breadcrumb for you in a mm, way of mm, opening to mm. spirit, to spirit, to, um, well, yeah, to spirit, really. Yeah, because, well, you opened me up yeah, to that. Yeah, because mm. to me it was just naturally part of how you lived. Mm. Um, I was but a as you, yeah, as you describe yourself, you were a spiritual brick, yeah. but clearly no more. No, no, um, no, no, no. So, yeah, it's fascinating. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about this because I think there's some there's some lovely stories that we'd love to share with you. And um, I always know that when I hear other people's stories about mm -hmm. how they're living their lives and what's happened to them, it, it awakens something in me. It's mm -hmm. a great trigger to notice things. So the invitation, um, having listened to this, is become curious. Mm -hmm. Notice your own breadcrumbs that have been there throughout your life 
and really start to pay attention to the nudges that are there for you now Mm. that you may be dismissing or questioning start to practice and if you want to go really deep into learning intuition even more we've got the intuition amplifier method which is a a short course that you can do in your own time to really practice and learn how to trust Mm. and get clear and consistent guidance so um yeah we'll explore this so that was great thanks for sharing thank you it was very good thank you very much (laughs) bye everyone see ya